0: Hello.
1: (laughs) I'm Orla McInnes.
0: And I'm Ricardo Deacon.
1: And you're listening to The Recommendation Game, a film of the week podcast where we take turns to recommend a film the other has not seen. We watch it and then we meet to discuss it. You're listening to Dublin Digital Radio. This week's film is The Best Years of Our Lives from 1946.
0: Going back.
1: Oh yeah, way, way back. (laughs) And the synopsis is... Fred, Al, and Homer are three World War II veterans facing difficulties as they re-enter civilian life. Fred is a war hero who, unable to compete with, (laughs) unable to compete with more highly skilled workers, has to return to his low-wage soda jerk job. (laughs) Bank executive Al gets into trouble for offering favorable loans to veterans. After losing both hands in the war, Homer returns to his love and fiancé, but must struggle to adjust. That's a synopsis. Uh, That's a synopsis. The film was directed by William Wyler, produced by Samuel Goldwyn, screenplay by Robert E. Sherwood, based on Glory for Me, a 1945 novella by McKinley Cantor, starring Myrna Loy, Frederick March, Dana Andrews, Teresa Wright, Virginia Mayo, and Harold Russell. Music by Hugo Friedhofer and Emile Newman, cinematography by Greg Toland, and edited by Daniel Mandel. <coughs> and this week's film was picked by ricardo it was indeed ricardo why did you pick this film
0: well uh like so many of my picks uh i sometimes just pick oh, it shit. because of the director
1: <laughs> yes
0: and like trying to find the best film to introduce, introduce the director exactly. i don't know if you're very familiar with william wyler uh I don't think so. He's one of these directors that got forgotten by thinking time. I keep Billy Wilder. He, which is yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, he's... Uh, and also because he's William. So, like, it's well, a That's confusion, mainly why, yeah. yes. <laughs> uh, and I think it's, like, Billy Wilder is, like, way more well-regarded than William Wilder is mm. at the moment. but
1: At the moment. At the moment, yeah. <laughs> he will have his revenge.
0: Yeah, like, uh, William Wilder has kind of been forgotten by time. Like, he... At the, the period that this movie was released, he would have been one of the top echelon directors mm-hmm. in, in Hollywood. He directed uh, Laurence Olivier in his first uh, true screen appearance in The Withering Heights. The and Laurence Olivier claimed that William Wyler taught him how to act on the screen. Wow! So it, that's the the kind of pedigree that he has, and also Greg Toland, the the cinematographer of this movie, he's also the cinematographer of Citizen Kane.
1: Oh, I thought I knew the name. And he Greg said, with two Gs.
0: Yeah, and he said that uh, William Wyler in the best years of our lives invented deep focus framing,
1: which is very prominent in this film. Yeah,
0: and the the it's exploited to its end uh, form in Citizen Kane, but. Yeah. In this movie, the the staging and stuff, like uh, uh, an actress that won like three Oscars in movies that William Waller directed. She thanked him in like his uh, his Academy Award for Lifetime Achievement, mm-hmm. saying that uh, she uh, thanked him for uh, his passion, his uh, uh, his compassion, mm. his uh, drive, his anger, and his genius the
1: he wasn't a perfect man yeah but, but he was a perfect director
0: but also like in the the anger stage was also that he was a perfectionist in many mm. ways uh he's also uh seldom has a film or a script being so well suited for a director mm. because weiler wasn't only a director the before the war was uh, very well regarded but also made movies like watering heights and like big ensemble cast movies jezebel and n- numerous others mm. but uh, he became during the war he became uh a, a army lieutenant a captain uh, he made propaganda videos for the us army but mm. not just sitting back he flew bomber missions uh, to record what was actually going on uh, like, he got into so much danger that his cinematographer died in action. Like, a, a cinematographer's plane got shot down over Germany. What? Uh, so he directed the original documentary called The Memphis Belt that was the first airplane that reached the necessary missions to get uh, sent back home. Oh. And it's a really, really good documentary. And it's in uh, YouTube. Like, the, the entirety is only 30 minutes. Mm. Uh, I recommend watching it. And then he was... Um, He made a documentary about... uh, That was released after the war. uh, And he had to fight to release it. Because the war had ended. Mm. But he wanted to to show what the uh, P-47 pilots had to go through. They were fighter bombers. And the P-47 was so loud that it made him deaf. So, like, in one year. So, like, uh, he came back as a disabled veteran because of the uh, tinnitus. Tinnitus, yeah. Yeah, So, uh, like, he's actually went through the... baby driver. He didn't kill anybody in in the sense of, like, dropping bombs, but he was in presence of people that died. Uh, He was in war situations. He wasn't just sitting back, like... Mm. uh, He saw combat. Yeah, he saw combat. So he was, like... He had combat uh, medals. Mm. Uh, It says that you saw combat. So I think that...
1: Oh, no. Is that what they say? <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, but I think that it also made this movie a lot less uh, emotion emotionally naive and mm, more sentimental. fictional, sentimental. Mm. It has uh, because he knew these people. Yeah, like Fred is completely based on uh, like it's in the novella, but he based the way that the character is to a bombardier that he knew, even to the detail of his bag having lieutenant and then scratched out and mm. having captain. So it's like the amount of detail that goes into this movie. It's incredible. And I think, again, that the material suits the director to a T. Uh, he's also been uh, famous for giving women really good roles. Mm. And I think that this movie works as a as a post-war veteran story, not only because it tells the story of the veterans coming home, but also the, the pain and suffering and... The, the adjustment that the families had to endure. Yeah. And I think that, especially for 1946, they're a movie that is as progressive towards women and giving them mm. their space and time to... We've talked to about that
1: before, in. about that kind of sort of small golden era of, Ho- era of Hollywood whenever women were given great roles. Yeah.
0: Like, like, William Weller's other biggest film was Mrs. Maneuver that he did in England, that is about the Blitz, Mm. and it wasn't released in the United States until they joined the war because it was, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, it was a bit of a diner illegal to show movies that were anti Nazis because they were neutral. Mm -hmm. So, afterwards, it's like it served to sell bonds and stuff, but so he was like a member of the cause, but he was more like Mrs. Miniver, is about a couple that are just in the blitz. Mm. So he's always been focused on the people rather than the, the bigger conflict. And I think that this movie also is quite long, but it requires that length because you need that time with the characters to, to see their changes and their readjustment to being back from the war and also how it plays off each other. Like, uh, It also gives room to breathe for, like, very secondary characters that this movie has a lot, but they're all memorable. Mm. Uh, My favorite is the bar owner that is, like, the nicest Uh bar owner. Played by
1: Hogie Carmichael. (laughs)
0: Like, it's a great performance as well. It's a
1: good bit of piano in there. Yeah,
0: like, uh, and... uh, and, Again, the deep focus when they come back from the from the war and the bar, mm. and uh, but also it's like a movie with such a big heart that I really really like it. Like uh, the there's a lot of humor as well, not only sadness. It's more that it's there's a melancholy uh, spread throughout, but much like veterans coming back, it's kind of hidden under the surface. Mm. And the time that the movie has allows for moments like Al looking at the veteran and you, you can play that scene out for the five minutes that goes through mm. when he's uh, applying for the loan. It gives the, the veteran time to talk, has the time of him, his different hats. As a veteran, what would you do? As a yeah. banker, what would you do? That Without that time, because that's a completely inconsequential scene, like... Like even trouble or no trouble, like the movie just moves around. There's not an awful lot of plot, mm. so like you could, th- th- you could cut this down to ninety minutes, but it'd be a terrible movie. And I, I think th-
1: ninety minutes would be a mistake. Yeah, yeah.
0: like I think it uh, it needs all the time that it has because by the end you need to have the 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 moment that it has the like this small kind of victory for all the characters, and if it's too short. They haven't suffered enough. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like as a... like to watch them suffer. Yeah. So like that that ending actually makes you joyful, you know. Uh, Also, it has to be said that Homer, the the actor that played Homer was actually a... uh, He was a non-actor. He was Mm. actually a veteran that got injured in the war and actually lost his hands in the war. Jeez, and uh, they put him in the movie, so I think that like his perfor he won the Oscar for it, Mm. and I think that his performance is incredible as well because every time that he's talking about this, these are experiences that he lived through. Yeah, the way of like having to uh, get his father out of bed every time that he wants to go to sleep. Mm. That scene is heartbreaking when he lights the cigarette and everything, and how he's trying his best to make people comfortable with his hands that it's like look what i can do look what i can do
1: yeah it's like a, yeah i don't need you look i can you know, take the match out and everything and it's like painful to watch because it's
0: yeah and the, <clears throat> there's a, a good sense of performance as well there that in the beginning he's like practice enough to be able to do it but it's not second nature yet so he's kind of really focusing on grabbing the match and the cigarette mm. and by the end of the movie he's just doing it and it's something that he already was able to do by the time the movie ran out. But again, it's a very specific physical performance that you wouldn't expect from an actor. Yeah. Uh, which I think is great. I think the movie has like a, a bazillion great lines as well. Yeah. From uh, f- from humor to like just downright cutting through the bullshit. Like when Fred says to Al, oh, he's great with those hands and he's, and Al says, yeah, but he'll never feel the hair yeah. of his A girl in between his fingers, yeah, and uh, and I think that even like everything that the movie uh, does could be melodramatic, Mm. but it's not. Even lines like that you posted on Facebook, it's like I'm gonna break up that marriage, yeah. But there's a lot of like. Even a comment about being youthful and having romantic ideals, but also not shitting on them because they were right. Yeah, uh, and I think like the complexity of the movie that there's no villains in the story. Like the even the when Fred gets fired, it's not because the like he deserves being fired, <laughs> but like the a patron. Yeah, but the line that he says is like the customer. Uh, is always right but in this case he wasn't yeah and it's such a good line uh, and he he won't be fired he'll quit before <laughs> being fired
1: shout out also to those incredibly weird like pharmacy yeah soda places <laughs> like, they
0: used so, to exist it's
1: so bizarre <laughs> it's like yeah let's go down to the drugstore
0: <laughs> like, like uh, some of the the, the humor in this movie even and like, some perfume Oh, yeah, the oh, the where is like, oh, yeah, it's very expensive, but it's a, it's a big bottle. And like, he keeps, like, yeah. unpacking it. And it's this tiny, tiny bottle. And what does he
1: describe it all? He's like, you know, oh, it's very functional or something. And she's like, what does that mean? He's like, it works for every occasion. I'll take it. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> he's a, That's a great performance by him and his father as well. Like, all these little characters that like if the movie was shorter, you wouldn't have uh but overall as well has we said that the the scene of Fred walking through the uh the cemetery of airplanes is the one of the best metaphors ever put into yeah into uh celluloid. It is incredible, and I think that... It is something... Benefit to the movie that it was shot in 1946. Mm. So, like, all of this, it's it still very, raw. Very it's very, fresh, yeah. it's, not, <clears throat> it's not, like, an idea of what happened. It's that this movie is portraying things that were happening in every household in America. Mm. So... Uh, it, and also, it, it does. It's not this America beautiful kind of movies that like Frank Capra can be guilty yeah. of, uh, of making. <laughs> that uh, it does have like even the 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 scene of the the patron that he hits is like that undercurrent of like patriotism that is toxic. That mm. uh, that it's almost v- uh, viral in America. V- virulent is the word that I'm Ooh, looking very for. Good. So. Uh, yeah, like I, I thought overall as well because of the style and the cinematography and the uh, type of story that it's telling that you would enjoy it as well. So, without further ado, what did you think of the best years?
1: I did really enjoy it. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, like it, it is. It, it's 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 uh, a it's a charming piece of work. is what I have written down. Um, yeah, I think like the the key to it is um, is definitely the script. Like. Um, like from between, like the pacing and like you've you mentioned the dialogue, which we'll get to because I think the dialogue is, is fantastic. But um, yeah, like it's it's the way he's weaving the three storylines together. Like from the introductions of the characters, like in the first kind of, in the opening scenes, and then like the I think the best example of it is when he kind of he goes off and you spend a lot of time with some characters, and then he just goes back. It, it's the way it's like because it, you could see how this movie could end up being very kind of like you know this is the night where they all go home this is the night where this happens this is the night whereas like they have the bit in the uh, the cab whenever they're all you know going to each other's houses which is great because it's like oh let's we'll go back to Butch's we'll just go back to Butch's and it's like no no you know but then whenever like comes to Al's time Al doesn't want to go but we follow Al for a long time you know like before we go and see what Fred is doing where Fred then you see like okay so Fred's been wandering around all night you know what I mean but you get like you get a lot of time with Al you get a little moment with so it's funny because it's like it's very hard to pinpoint who the main character is because you know it's it's sort of moving between the three of them all the time and I like that from when you first meet them you get a very like strong idea of like you know captain and then we have al he's a bit older and he's talking about he's been married for 20 years and he goes into this very fancy building and oh yes i was a banker and like he goes into the house and he's got these two perfect children and this wonderful wife but at the same time the man is out of place like just uncomfortable in this building like even when he's walking in the guy doesn't recognize him uh but at the same time like it's because like the the way that like the like it's the writing and it's also the performances, but the way the characters are drawn of um, how he is with his wife, that like it's the sort of formality that she has almost because it's been so long, but at the same time you still get the warmth that they have. Yeah. And then like obviously we have our wild night out then, which is fucking hilarious because it has one of my favorite things in like old timey movies, which is the <laughs> Like, you know,
0: do, <laughs> the I do, I do. neon
1: signs. It's it's a similar trope with, like, newspaper headlines, yeah. which we had, like, you know, when it happened one night. And I fucking love that stuff. Something that's parodied to death. With but, t- yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh, then they went to here, then they went to here. And I was like, geez, this place is hopping. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, four in the morning and they're like, let's go Boom to... Boomtown, yeah, USA. Hell, like they hell. Like, <laughs> um, but, uh, it's just... <laughs> What's great about um, the like the, the sort of this, the development of Al at the beginning is um, that the, like the character of his wife and the character of Pe- Peggy, Peggy, just like the- <laughs> they get the best lines in this film. <laughs> like some of the oh god, like that whole because it's the whole thing of how you can see how their life has been. Where like you know she's off she's got her job and like you know they're they're living their lives they're you know like the younger brother kind of gets slightly less but you know that's fine um, they've been living their lives and now their father their their husband they're you know he's back now but so like that whole night whenever they're trying to just cry like Jack and he's asleep in the, in the back of the thing and then like Peggy has to put Fred to bed and Fred's a bit handsy and you know it's like <laughs> like <laughs> um, it's just the, the the sort of embodies the the strength of the women who were left behind yeah of how like you know they like al's family were not living in poverty but it doesn't mean that they didn't have to realign their lives after the men left and it kind of made me think of um you know in their finest whenever um uh you're one um uh the gay character what's what's her actual role in that whenever she's like sometimes i wonder if they'll let us if they're going to make us go back into our boxes after this is all over yeah because of like all the roles that women were able to have of like you know, even working in hospitals and stuff and you know of like um what that was like then whenever the men and also returned it's,
0: it's a, the the were thing that it happened in the first world war not in america because america was yeah. in the war for too little time but in the uk they were allowed to work all up to like factory foreman or whatever yeah and then the men came back and they weren't allowed to work anymore Mm. so the fear especially in the uk and france and other places like that gonna happen again that it's gonna happen again must have been incredibly real because the generation of their mothers Mm. had experienced that yeah so and then the men
1: came back and they all got pregnant yeah um (laughs) but um i'd like i really really like the character of peggy and um uh and his and his wife as well like just it, it is funny like of of not just just like characters that don't just feel like characters but they're given something to do within the story they're given agency and you feel that they have an inner life and how peggy interacts with fred like who's clearly older than her and yeah. you know what i mean like she she's she carries herself with such strength and you know integrity that you just you feel that it's like Peggy's gonna be okay no matter what happens, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, she it's doesn't like even like her Fred, dad said Fred needs Peggy more yeah. than anything else, you know what I mean? Like, no, you know, not just for like as even a sense of emotional stability, like yeah. as a man who's been off and in, in war. Um, but yeah, like it, it is, it's all it is kind of like 19, very 1940s in a way of of like. Of that strange blip in time where, like, of women that were given lines that you've named, like, we're kind of seeing a bit of a change now, but of like, where named female characters coming out with that many quips. Yeah. Cause just like, because when Fred is hog over and she's like, Peggy's just, she just keeps giving them their yeah. s-, and It's so funny. It's just quick little lines. Um, She's just, she's, she's fantastic. And like, that scene, um, whenever, she's talking to her parents and she's like you don't understand you're so perfect and they're like oh no yeah. <laughs> no peggy and but it's great because it's like of helping her understand what love is of I, what long you know of like i,
0: I wanted uh, uh as a side point just i was gonna come back to that thing later yeah. on Mainly as well because of the point. So I went
1: all into Peggy Tanjung. She's. I no
0: no, she's amazing, and it's an amazing performance as well. Mm. Uh, but uh, in that scene in particular, is where you needed the time, because if yeah. when you see Al when he comes back home, yeah, and even how like her his wife is like corolling,
1: ca- cajoling, Or I'm thinking we're getting confused between corralling. Corralling, yeah, yeah, which is the word, yeah, yeah, corraling him <laughs> around, yeah. trying
0: to to keep him sane. In the end, it's kind of like by this stage, she kind of accepted that the only way that he can deal with the pain that he has is drink. Yeah. But she still doesn't like it. The, there's even a, a quick moment. Uh, uh, he mentions something about being able to drink as much as anybody else. And she oh, just like gives the him wedding a look. At the wedding. Yeah. And she just gives him a look.
1: Of like, no, you can't. <laughs> no,
0: as in that it's like, don't, I, don't we know it? Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing that is like that you drink way too much but it, like it's that kind of thing that their performance is not only you know when the camera's on you you, you get your moment mm. but even when their background is like the, the the thing of William Waller it's like everybody's always acting and I can see Robert Altman being very influenced by mm. William Waller uh, but uh, that scene that without that time in between you wouldn't believe that scene because it's so good how uh like the distance uh between the two of them when he comes back is mm-hmm. much greater than the physical <laughs> distance yeah uh and by that time they've already like they've reignited their love yeah it started when he just grabs her and like yeah we're remember this kind of thing yeah uh, but it's that kind of like but delayed through, uh release through- as well
1: parenting together again as well of how like they're almost united in the the kind of the peggy scenario you know what i mean of how that they they're you know that because they they know fred as well so it's kind of you see them kind of becoming a team again
0: and i love as well when Al goes to confront fred and he says my family does something that some people think it's old fashioned (laughs) and corny but we talk to each other about stuff and it's such a good moment as well. Like that scene I love as well. It's one of my favorite <laughs> scenes in the entire movie when he confronts yeah, Fred. Yeah, because
1: you see Al I'll, I'll just kind of softens as well because Fred's just willing to be like, no, no, like I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell her right now and that's it. You know, I'm not going to fuck this up, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a great scene as well because it does contain, and we'll talk more about this, but it does contain my favorite moment of deep focus, I think, which is whenever he's in the background making the phone call um and then there's like the table where they were and then they're at the piano yeah and it's like mm. and <laughs> like now um, is not really paying attention yeah and... homer comes in and he comes up and then he sees that he leaves and he's like what happened what happened and i was just like oh don't worry about it he had to go back to the the soda f- fountain whatever yeah. i was like where's the fountain I don't, uh, <laughs> uh, although i did enjoy um him making a sandwich which was um <laughs> two seconds <under> a counter. <laughs> <Looks> <laughs> there you go. delicious i must say um, or the
0: way that you made Sundays though was very practiced as well. Yeah,
1: I did enjoy that. I did want a Sunday after that. Um yeah, it's the kind of moment where you're like, I wish this was colour. But um yeah, no, like it's it's funny as well. Um it is a it's obviously a really interesting study of like the impact of war and particularly on a small town of just like just normal people. You know, of like you know, normal people but you know, um, well, it's like as normal as you can be in a movie like this because it's still obviously very Hollywoodized or whatever and sanitized, and it's still 1946, you know what I mean? Um, and even like you know, the portrayal of um Fred's family that you know they're living in like a little shack or whatever, but you know, that at the same time, it's still you feel the warmth of his, and even whenever his dad I, I did find the but whenever your dad's dad finds the medals and shit a little bit kind of like okay, it's a bit okay because you kind of he sort of knew it's a bit sort of. I don't know they're a little bit too hard to gold go or something but, yeah, um, but at
0: the same time it's kind of like I thought that that the first time that I watched it yeah but it's
1: uh, <laughs> sorry if I had a year over every time you said that <laughs> sorry Orla you just have to watch it again
0: but is the on rewatch but not only from this time but uh, before because it is a moment that jumps out in tone but I think that it's well-designed in a way that it would have played better in 1946. Yeah. I have to admit. But even for now, uh, it's more the music than anything else that, that b- breaks you from the moment, I think. Because... The, yeah, the, maybe. The execution is that, like, the idea of, like, when you see, let's say, especially now that we've seen, like, films that depict war as it is, quote-unquote. Yeah. You know, that the, you imagine the action that is described that he went through Depicted in the movie. Mm. Nowadays. Yeah. But the way that they see it. Because they only had 1940s movies to refer to. Like this act of heroism. Mm. That like even the letters like this and this. And he did this. The bravery. The newsreels. And then it's like even signed by General. Like Lieutenant General Doolittle. You know that is like a celebrity general. At the time.
1: (laughs) Celebrity general.
0: But like he was the. the, Like uh, the. Uh, he was an it, influencer general. Well, like, it, it's something that is very specific that they point out that one of them was like, oh, did you meet uh, General Marshall, the, the, the general in the Pacific that was, like, the celebrity?
1: Yeah. Well, it's but even, the, like, in their finest yeah. where, what do you call him, is, like, a star and they want him in the movie because he's yeah. such a hero and people love him.
0: But, I mean, it, it, there were celebrities for being, like, generals. Like, uh, uh, like uh, Marshall, not Marshall, uh, sorry, uh... MacArthur, yeah, uh, MacArthur famously famously carried the pipe and didn't smoke it that much. It was just that like the image, An like it would make it like. Uh, but it was more like that he knew the the strength of propaganda that he was like. There was the image, like the silhouette, kind of thing. But Dolittle became famous because he was the guy that did the like uh, air raid in Tokyo after Pearl Harbor from carrier like from carriers. Yeah. So even though he didn't do as much after. Uh, he was still General Doolittle. He's the first one like that, that that fought back kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that there was an affectation in, in the country as well. That is like those names mattered so much. That if you had a, a letter that said like, oh, yeah, I served under General Patton. Like people mm. would go stop and go like, even though you like... There would be, uh, like, fucking 22 st- chain steps in the chain of command before between you and General Patton. The
1: power of propaganda.
0: But you, you did it. So I think that, like, it's a good counterpoint between the, the view of the hero and the reality of the hero. Mm. You know, that for his father, he'll always be the hero because of these medals. Yeah. And this is what he did. And in his mind, he probably goes, like, he should be walking around like a hero. Yeah. No, like no. Everybody has these medals. Whereas kind of uh,
1: Fred's been to war and yeah. understands. <laughs> yeah.
0: That like for each medal means that there's people that he knew that got killed. Yeah. So like there, those medals are figuratively and qu- almost quite literally uh, tainted by the blood of his fallen comrades. Mm. So. I think that like the point is necessary to be in the movie but I do agree that it's the only yeah, moment that it goes to 1940 like yeah. it's almost like a Frank Capra moment yeah which I don't mind when it's in a Frank Capra <laughs> movie because yeah, but, all of it is like but that we'd
1: have like you know two hours and 45 minutes of not Frank Capra yeah. so it was like what's going on um, yeah no like I, I, it did kind of stand out for me but it, at the same time like I didn't dislike it um, yeah it obviously like I thought a lot about um, Like often oh, you're born on the 4th of July um, uh, Yeah well kind of just in the way of how Whenever they come back Of how they feel they can only talk to each other In a way that they Because the assimilation is so hard That even, particularly for people that you Like are really close to That whenever you come back that they It's so hard that just being able to hang out with people that you fought with is almost like a relief. Yeah. Because you're not trying to be your old self. You're not trying to portray this like I'm not damaged or whatever. It made me think a lot of um, Mad Men, actually, funnily enough. Yeah. of Of the way that, obviously, in Mad Men, it's quite conflicted because Don is pretending to be somebody else spoiler um but at the same time how like there's a lot of scenes of Don Draper like in sort of veteran mode or whatever like you know in various seasons but I was thinking a lot about the um the the scene at the start of season six whenever they go to Hawaii and he ends up marrying the kid on the uh wasn't you know marrying the uh, officiating the wedding or giving the bride away or whatever um uh on the beach yeah and everything of, of like you know the idea of like did you serve yes and like creating a sort of an instant bond with somebody like there's uh obviously the the darker moment of that whenever um Had the ghost appears yeah uh yeah but you know obviously he's called he's followed by ghosts but um uh he's haunted but uh no it's i think it's in season seven whenever um at like the second half of season seven whenever they go to McCann and Don goes rogue again, and is like where's Draper and then, and then Sterling's like he's gone he does that yeah. but uh, where he's driving around and um, he ends up staying in the motel and then it turns out that the guy's a veteran and they're having this big thing and that obviously ends in them thinking that he's stole the money or whatever but it's the same thing of like where they all sit around and they tell their horrible stories yeah. but at the same time it's that feeling of people understanding yeah. so how these men kind of forge a bond immediately not just from being from the same place but it's, having been to the same place it's uh,
0: what uh, somebody the, in the was we stand alone together the documentary at the end of Band of Brothers the, yeah the, the, the I think it's Malarkey this is it, or uh, or Lipton I think it's Lipton because he's very well read and spoken mm. That says, uh, how can you, uh, of course, you share a bond with these people because you're the, these are the people that have seen the unimagin- unimaginable with you. Yeah. So how can you describe the unimaginable to somebody that wasn't there? Yeah. So just by the nature of being there makes you somebody that understands.
1: Yeah. You're kind of like tied together forever. Yeah.
0: Like you're, you're linked by this line of suffering in a way that like i suppose that isn't not too dissimilar to aa groups and stuff that yeah. is like uh, it's just they know they get it they know about the nightmares without they even, know about everything without even else.
1: having to to talk to you they see the same yeah. thing that they have yeah
0: and, and something that like i saw mudbound recently as well Oh, is that good yeah yeah like i watched it in Ukraine, so, <laughs> uh it's good, and it, there's also, like, the, the, the veteran storyline, but uh, I think that this movie does a um, a better job of not... The problem with I have a lot of movies in war about war, specifically World War II, mm. that every veteran that comes in is like, oh, it was a hero in their field or whatever, and they were, like, in really, like, big battles, actions or whatever... And this movie makes a case that even, like, uh, the, the guy that is the construction worker, he's, like, he was one of the Seabees. The, mm. they, they were American, like, Navy engineers. So they'd be, like, building airfields or whatever in the war. Mm. Uh, is that the most, like, for every soldier that was fighting, there was about 10 to 20 support people. Yeah. For every infantryman going to take the hill. So it's interesting that Homer, for example, that is the most damaged of them all, was just uh, like under a ship. Didn't see a Japanese person for the entire war. Didn't yeah. see like even during battle, you'd just be inside a ship doing your very specific job. And like when you're a bomber, uh, uh bombardier, that it's a very specific job. You just drop bombs. That's it yeah and then you just hope that the pilot will get you out of it but even if you're the best bombardier that these are like just bombing into a big area it's not precision bombing by (laughs) any means so you can't be like a hero by it like his things of being a hero is for surviving yeah it's not like that he could go and the pilot gets shot and he goes and fucking pilots it back or whatever it's not that fiction and even al is a sergeant he the he's basically somebody goes take that hill and then he has to go and try to take the hill with the least amount of casualties. Yeah. And sometimes you win and sometimes you lose, but there's no kind of like the hero, the, yeah. the propaganda poster child of wars, just
1: storming the hill. And yeah. Honestly, Homer's storyline for me is kind of the least interesting. I don't know. It's kind of. It just it felt more kind of predictable than the rest of it and like I knew nothing about the guy or that I didn't know that he wasn't an actor but I didn't like his performance. It I just I in comparison to the other two guys it felt less nuanced and then he's put against like I think the bits the bits with his father are like really heartbreaking. Like the idea of like you all just knock on the door whenever you need me and but every moment that he's with her, I don't buy it. Yeah. Like, because she's just kind of this waif who just kind of stares at him. Like, there's she, there's nothing, I got nothing really from her. And it, it I even like it from them. It, it felt like as if they, he'd never known her. You know what I do? I, did, I didn't believe, like whenever they pull up and he gets out and the family's there and she comes running over, I didn't really, yeah, it just, it didn't,
0: uh, I think that that I don't know if it is intentional but I think well, I it think works in a way because part he's changed of it, so part much part of
1: it is intentional that must be because obviously he has changed he's supposed to be distant from her but it just felt like he's just being a Dick to her And she's just like I love you Homer I'll, I don't want to go away but and, you're, the, and you're just like I know nothing about you You are not a character
0: Yeah like uh, She gets a lot less Screen time She gets but no it, screen time But I, I do think that Except at, mooning after him At the end though When there, she's like He shows her What it is and stuff yeah, that she's like, like I like that scene i be brave enough And stuff And I think that a Part of it is Because Homer sees her The way that the movie Portrays it Because all the other characters are... The point of view characters are Al, Fred, and Homer. Yeah. So Peggy's depicted the way that, like, Fred sees her and the way that Al sees her, which is, like, quite interesting because, like... when it's weirdly progressive in a way. But,
1: like, Al seems oddly progressive as a father. Like, they both do as parents.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, of course. But even, like, within the, the movie itself, it's kind of weird because when she's really depicted as a daughter... When yeah. Al is around, but then as a love interest when Fred is around, kind yeah. of thing. Her character, and her <laughs> her, fa- her presence and the way that she's shot and everything changes. Yeah. So I think that is intentional that like the, the waifness and stuff like that, because even the way that he describes her in when uh, talking to the guys before getting there is the idea of her because he left for four years. So yeah. she's like, in his mind, a 17 year old girl. Yeah. He doesn't let her in to be a woman. And I think that, like...
1: I know what you mean. And I think that that's, like, accurate. And I think that is what the movie is trying to do. But from a viewer's perspective, it's just kind of boring. (laughs) Because yeah, when you feel then that almost there's so... There's, like, too much distance to overcome. That there's no chemistry between the even and his friends. It's just kind of... Yeah, I don't know. That... Like, those scenes, because the movie obviously takes its time, and never at any other point did I feel like it was dragging. okay. Like, you really don't... Like, I barely even noticed that this was... Like, obviously, I knew it was three hours whenever I put it on, but I never checked the time or... You know what I mean? The rest of it feels you're given, like...
0: Maybe it's one of those things of like knowing context. That sometimes it's like yeah, knowing that he even, was a veteran. Even and... you
1: saying that because I didn't know that, so like that had no impact on sort of how I and, viewed it.
0: And also obviously because of advertising, whatever. Everybody that went to the cinema in nineteen forty six knew that he was a veteran yeah. as well. So I think that like perhaps like it was trying to carry that side as well, like and give like give him the equal weight as well. To I don't yeah. know, like. Uh,
1: I don't know. I just feel like they could have done more with the time that they had as well. There was just yeah. one too many scenes of him just being dismissive. And then at the end, Fred goes, go get her. And then he goes and they get married. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, oh. Yeah. Whereas like the, the mind, like when you think of that, yeah, but Fred at the is same given... time,
0: But at the same time, it took all for Fred to lose his marriage. For yeah, anybody know, to but, give him good advice. I, I know, and, but and at the again, same time, like And every... like you said as well is that homer only listens to fred because they have that link yeah because everybody else would have been telling him the same advice but it's you don't understand what i've been through yeah wanted to make sure to cover this as well yeah is that really like how fred's wife is not made into a villain and you completely understand her position as well
1: yeah but and i think even there like Peggy and her conversation in the bathroom is quite interesting yeah. because like that's a very interesting scenario as well of like being orchestrated by, orchestrated by Peggy to get them all in the one place so that she can just see that they're happy. I'll just see that they're happy and then everything's fine. And then she sees that they're not happy and then she goes to the bathroom with her and she's like, I'm going to end this marriage. But of just seeing, because it's not just I the, love that scene. But because... it's not just that like Fred's like, you know, I clearly don't love this woman, but also that she not only doesn't love her, him but doesn't respect him yeah and she's like but you understand you must see that he would not he's never he's not never gonna be like satisfied with the soda fountain yeah is it the soda i don't know whatever it is he's yeah, a soda jerk soda, you know he's jerk, never yeah. gonna be satisfied there and that's all that should matter that he's gonna want to he wants to improve. He wants to make. He wants he to have. He just needs a,
0: somebody to believe in him yeah, to be able just, to do it. He
1: just needs a break. Like that's all it is, and it's, you know, and it's different from like say even of, of another, like another you know veteran movie of like wildlife of how like a man that you you know it's like oh he just needs another chance he just needs you and you're like I don't know if he's a safe horse to bet on in the comparison between that and Fred of a person who like, is willing to put in the work if he could just, you know, and, like, Peggy sees that in him. Yeah. Like, even on the first night whenever she meets him that he's, like, a complete other drunken mess. But, you know, like, she's able to kind of, like, hear, like, of someone who has no concept of what the war really was, of, like, hearing someone having nightmares about, yeah. and being able to... Because, obviously, she works in a hospital as well, so, like, she's able to deal with patients. She's probably seen people taking back from the war. You know what I mean? Of, like, that she's able she's to... Wordly,
0: more wordly uh, yeah, she's more worldly than her years kind of thing. Yeah,
1: but even more... Word, not even mean more worldly, but just being more... Having more, like, empathy and understanding for people. And be able to see past the suffering. Yeah, but as people are as well. Whereas, like, his wife kind of, she sort (laughs) of, she has started to, she had her lifestyle then. So the idea of, like, you know, going back to, having to go back to being, like, you know, the per, per man's wife. Yeah, she's just she's not willing to do it because she was able to see the good times, and for her, Fred's not worth it. that's so- when the
0: Fred starts cooking for her reminding me <laughs> so much of Fat City.
1: Yes, oh my God, yes, those horrible stings.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna make soup, and you're gonna eat it.
0: <laughs> and I do love also like come uh, back to like how every arc, even though you like, perhaps for Homer, you're saying that it's the weakest, but for uh. every arc, there is like there's very little like exclamation marks it's like an aggregation of things yeah
1: yeah, because it's the movement as well between people who are connected but are also like on different storylines of like when he chooses to move between the different ones and sometimes you'll be with someone for quite a while and then you go back to the other person but then they all meet because they still have the the, nice. the connection is also like a small <laughs>
0: town and also like you have like for example I'll speech any other movie you'd go like oh now he's gonna get fired at the bank or he completely fucks up or he falls over yeah but he makes a point <laughs> and people applaud him take him as a hero and then it's like the I most
1: uh, likely fire you in the morning
0: and then he he says yeah like uh, oh he'll be uh, he won't have an issue until I give another loan like this
1: yeah and then it'll all come up again.
0: Yeah, that it's... Uh, it is... Uh, and also that the loan doesn't backfire. Yeah. You know, like any other movie would be like, oh, the he didn't pay the loan. You're just thinking in the back of your head, oh, well, what's happened with the loan? Remember that, because... Yeah. yeah. Because they made a point to mention, but again, it's like, I'll bet on your man, and your man... Yeah. Paid back. He never... And I think that it's... It is a weirdly as well like a uh, anti-war movie mm. the like they have this bond but it's something that is uh, kind of is it worth it you know even in the part of <laughs> yeah cause... when the, the 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 other guy comes in and it's like oh the next war we should have been fighting these guys and i think part of it is about the virulence of american patriotism, mm. patriotism but also about how it's like a vicious cycle that is like you go from one war and then it's the next one then you have and that you're enemy never fully and the enemy of
1: yeah because the scars are still left over in the previous generation yeah. and the next generation are only going to face it and yeah like it's interesting cause, yeah cuz you're saying about like veterans and how like it is good because they support each other and they're able to like understand but at the same time it's almost like a block because like people like you know like say in like that madman scene where those men and they go out and they talk and they get really ripper and drunk and they talk about the war but they can't talk about it with their families. So yeah. in a way, you're not, you're not moving forward. You're but like, like
0: a... there was a description of a veteran that I read his book. Can't remember what was the book, but the line say with me, is that you don't become happy, you become better pretending to be happy. Yeah, and I think that it's like this thing that just you know it's kind of like. Again, going back to Band of Brothers and other books in Vietnam, that are like uh, the uh, malarkey. No, no malarkey. Uh, who says it? Uh, Martin, I think, goes, oh, yeah, every night. Uh, uh, no, it is malarkey. Every night that it's cold <laughs> in bed, I almost don't turn on the heating because I don't, f- I go, it wasn't as bad as Bastogne. Yeah. That is like, like it just, every night it's with you. And every day and every moment that you are awake,
1: um, I I did I did really like it, like I did, and like I um, what did I watch this on? Sunday or something, and I just you know put it on during the day and uh, just blinking, it was over, like really, and um, I think it was it the Criterion version of it I had as well. So, oh yeah, the
0: the the, the very sharp. <laughs>
1: it was very sharp. Oof. very uh, well
0: shot I remember I was watching with Alex in my monitor and it's like no let's get the TV ready like (laughs) we don't even have a stand for the TV we put it on a chair (laughs) like (laughs) Because of the aspect ratio, yeah. like uh... no,
1: that's it. It's like there's certain things where you're like, oh, oh no, hold on, one little moment. I just <laughs> give this its due. I think as well, whenever someone who uses the frame so Some effectively, well, yeah. you know what I mean, that it's not just like, oh, it's dynamic, it's cool. It's like it's someone like this is like this is the kind of cinematography that I love because yeah. it's. You know, it's not flashy, yes, but it's... Yes, it's not the showy, like, ooh, my, my shot is 10 minutes long. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just someone who knows exactly where to put people in the frame. And, it's and like, then you... The only blah. flashy
0: scene is when Fred is in the... In the in the bomber bay of the abandoned airplane. Yeah. And uh, I really appreciate, for one, his performance of being able to get out and in and out of that bomber, like, if he's done it a million times. Yeah. And it's something that you don't think about it, but, like, him as an actor, he would have done it for for ages. But also the, how he's just standing there, but the camera is doing the work of what is going in his head that is, like, going underneath, like, an airplane going underneath him and stuff. The scale of the place. I, I, it's great Like uh, I do think That again Like uh, the uh, I recommend Watching more Of Butler's movies mm-hmm. Like he is a, a great forgotten Director Which is uh, Like how can Like well, he did direct. What was it? Well, he did direct Ben Hur, but like uh, it's
1: uh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> perfect like, forgotten. The, the,
0: yeah. yeah, but like for nowadays, it's not like the name for... is not remembered. Yeah, though. like, like Ben Hur like... is rememberable. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And Ben Hur is more remembered more than anything because it was the 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 biggest box office hit until Titanic knocked it off.
1: Because one of the guys had a watch on. Yeah, like it's.
0: <laughs> It's kind of... the It's forgotten by... Like, it's sure... Spectacle... Like, the fucking Chariot Race... Like, if, it, if you see the remake of fucking Ben hard The Chariot Race is, like, so exciting... <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like he... He was able to do, like... Uh, uh And really take care of character... That I think that... Uh, is... Something that... It's kind of missing nowadays in cinema sometimes... That, mm-hmm. it, like, something as big as this... And is focusing so small things... You know, like... Uh, yeah. It's a big canvas, but a small picture, uh, as they used to call it.
1: Very nice. But... Very nice.
0: But, like, I I think that... Again it's Something that I haven't picked yet I hadn't picked yet Because of it's length Because it's hard mm. to Fit it in I knew that Once it starts It's like the easiest Movie yeah, to watch Yeah
1: but It's like I'm glad I Because I made myself Watch it the weekend Because I was like No earlier Because even Even on like a weekday Where I'm not tired Or whatever I'd yeah. be like Oh fucking three Fucking hours I fucking yeah, yeah. hate your If you don't do
0: Anything <laughs> else You start mm. at 8 You finish at 11 like, yeah. Yeah, If you don't do anything But yeah. Like it, it is a, a good weekend movie yeah. Like uh, I have to admit that i had to watch it in two sittings because it's like uh <laughs> we are
1: old <laughs>
0: like it's because i had to watch one and go back from ukraine on sunday and then uh, mm. like the next day and then like i had other stuff to do like the the last two days i had to go and visit my mom so, so. yeah like, it was like okay either i get a watch this way or don't get a watch but i did it like in halves so at least i could get the enjoyment yeah, of the, the that's length kind of better. because that's the way it is because you need that <laughs> yeah what's your favorite thing is it Peggy the deep focus
1: Um. I'm gonna go with Peggy because she is great but I do also love just as a as a simple portrayal of not just the men coming back but also the people that were there when they came back and how they were before like that whole package of representation i think is great yeah. but probably peggy because she's just great <laughs> yeah she's fantastic it's, yeah. A, it's a great performance
0: yeah uh i don't know if she got nominated or not but like uh, well, this one oh the oscars yeah, yeah yeah like it's like the most beloved picture yeah oh my time. god oh,
1: i logged on today to like look at the posters or those and i was like ah <laughs> there's so many there was one from every territory it was amazing but I love that height, like, <laughs> in the fight, just, oh, God. Posters from the 30s, 40s, and to a certain extent the 50s as well. Just the entire movie is on the poster. Yeah, yeah. It's like the couple that get this together. Happened, yeah. The couple who get together at the end are, like, you know, embracing on the poster. It's yeah. like, I love this. It's like, you know, oh, no, we got to get people in. So it's like... <laughs> well, so
0: it's two and a half hours. Like, by the time that you get to the hug, you kind of forget that it's in the poster. Like...
1: Uh... <laughs> that's true uh, but no and she's-
0: again I love all. Well that scene it's like the, the drama is happening in the background yes. oh, between their looks and stuff it's oh great. the
1: looks oh I'm a fan of a good look now that was that was very nice uh, but it's even because it's a lot of the times it, it's not even that you're it's almost that you just see them turning their heads yeah. not just like eyes 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 it's like the whole body language is yeah. that like he's almost they're separate from the wedding yeah. that's going on right beside them it's two events <laughs> happening <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, Uh, but no, I I thought she was great and he was great with her as well. Uh, What was your favorite thing?
0: Uh, Al.
1: Oh, I love Uh, Al.
0: Again, I love William Wyler and I think that material and film, uh, the material and director very seldom are so well matched but the thing with Al is that I don't think that I've seen such a good screen drunk in a long time yeah I think that like the attention to the but also that is like the idea of not being like an overly like he's a sad drunk because Mm. obviously he's like but also it's not like melodramatic sad drunk but also not like screen drunk is very realistic for the time he's not falling over the place or whatever it's very like as somebody that used to enjoy a a beer too too many, uh, back in the day, I can uh, uh, even when he wakes up, like the way that he oh, like yeah. just looks around I'm and everything. I'm not ready for the light yet. That it's it's like that attention to detail that I think in, even in movies nowadays that is like when, oh my character is drunk. Okay, time to fucking go crazy. Yeah. And and this is kind of like. You know, like, But he's it,
1: even got the kind of the body language of it of the way you are whenever your balance is yeah. off, that you're just kind of like, but it's not overly done either. Yeah, that- and
0: even his voice when he's doing the speech as well, yeah. it's kind of like, it's so subtle, but you know. Yeah. And it, it, in that way that is like, <laughs> you know. because you know him from before, you know how drunk he is. But just because you know how much she's been drinking. Yeah. Like, it's so fucked up when, like, Peggy comes up and uh, is doing a cocktail for the guy. The sad bastard that she's meant to, uh, to <laughs> oh, take okay. to the... Like, he starts drinking the, the cocktail of the, the cocktail maker glass <laughs> and stuff. Like, it's... It, 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 and it's what I like about this movie as well. is that it makes, like, really sad shit funny. <laughs> and but it in makes you... a good it, way. Yeah, but then it makes you... Uh, like how can I put it, is that it makes it even more melancholic Mm. that it's like you have to laugh at the sadness. (laughs) You know what I mean? That it's like...
1: Laugh laugh at the sadness.
0: It's when, like, even people, again, from war uh, memoirs and stuff, that they say how, like, this particular funny moment in the middle of a battle. Mm. And it's like... And they still laughed at it. Uh, You know, like, uh, you go, like, Sh- that what you remember. It's the, in a way it's, I think is the way that like s- m- the human brain works. That you think about high school, you think about the good, funny moments, <laughs> whatever. And most of them were like tinged with horrible, 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 horrible fucking oh, yes. context. And, like oh, yes. if you start like sometimes <laughs> you'll be sitting there going like, yeah, that was funny, and then you th- think, but why did that happen? Oh. And it's like, oh no. <laughs> The horror.
1: Uh, the horror. Speaking of horror, what was your least favorite thing? Uh, pick one. Well,
0: perhaps because I had to pick one is not the performances per se. Yeah. But more than like the Homer thing is less varied as the others. I didn't find the the boringness that you like being I'm boring not bored, or, but or just
1: in comparison to the rest of it. Like I could have spent another three hours with the other characters. Yeah. Whereas by the end I was like, okay, I'm done with Homer now.
0: I think that it's just uh, there's no enough ups and downs in his story yeah perhaps but and he
1: feels like a bit of a side character sometimes as well so. like
0: i think that he he's meant to be like even as a character he's simpler than the other two guys mm. and also he has um in a way like i think that
1: um his horror is on display
0: his horror is on display and also it's kind of it's hard like yeah it's, it's not nuanced mm. and in a way that is like true for real life in a way that if you come back, is that they say you come back with your, your arm cut off or uh, limp. The Fred has a very pronounced limp, but mm. it's very hidden as well. It's kind of very well done. That is the guy that has a limp that tries to hide it. Mm. That again, it's like that attention to detail. That's all right for me. But uh, with Homer, it's kind of people just see the scars. So they, it's the opposite. Yeah. That he wants what the other guys have. But the other guys almost want what Homer has because everybody knows that they're as damaged like he is. Mm. But the only difference is that they have hands. And I think that perhaps it's harder in the context of having the three stories, it's harder to, <laughs> to, yeah. to get it. Because you could obviously make an entire movie about Homer. Mm. But it's harder to do it with the other two stories going on at the same time because they're more subtle. Yeah. It's like again like you mentioned before like born on the fourth of july it's like the acceptance to the injury mm. this this and that and i think that like the whole the journey is not too dissimilar in a way yeah so like uh perhaps it's just not as cinematic and like i do really like his performance but again i don't know if i'm t- it's tainted by context because i know and mm. uh, knew about him before watching the movie the first time
1: yeah it's hard to know yeah like it
0: i I presume that's your least favorite thing yeah no
1: it it is and like at the same time it's not that like i did dislike his character i think just i don't know i think maybe because i had seen born of the fourth of july and you, you know but at the same time i've seen so many of films of of um people who have the psychological trauma as well yeah. so I, yeah I don't know I, I feel like it was that he didn't have enough of an arc yeah. and it was all a bit kind of tidied up neatly at the end Um, but at the same time like it, it's not like a massive stain on the film and like I you know I and it, it like, is
0: it has to be noted as well that it, it, seldom I have been so nervous in a movie as when he has to put the ring oh my god and everybody's just oh looking and stuff it's like the tense moment <laughs> it's one but of the few moments that... that Weiler like just cuts in yeah. and shows and I think that it's like moments like that give a real humanity to his character as well no. so I, I don't think it's all bad but compared no, to the no. others it, yeah. it's kind of I think it's one of those things that but I, it's still I think a masterpiece of a movie know, like I, I it, it is marvellous it, definitely I don't think the, like, uh, just the sheer undertaking of having to, so many plates spinning, yeah. like narratively speaking,
1: it's like I, not dropping any of them. It's yeah, yeah. No, like um, I really, I did really, really enjoy it.
0: So, in in your point of view, he was spinning on this place. He dropped one, but it didn't break.
1: Yes, or maybe he dropped it, but he caught it. Okay, just before it hit yeah, the ground. Exactly. But where yeah. can they find us ricardo
0: on facebook the recommendation game on twitter at the red game the recommendation game at gmail.com is our email our dublin digital mixed cloud uh backlog is on the dublin digital radio Mixcloud. i'm getting a bit tipsy apparently backlog uh or a backlog no back episodes or so whatever
1: he's on a second beer
0: uh i'm tired uh and uh, you can also find us on Dublin Digital Radio every Monday, 11 to 12.
1: Very good.
0: So, Orlan, next week is your pick.
1: Tis I think, 1950, I think, of Asphalt Jungle. Or possibly the Asphalt Jungle. Not sure. Either way, Marlon Monroe. Mm. Uh, yes, yeah, so, until then, I was Orlan Martinez. I was Ricardo Deacon. Slurry, yes, slurry. Thanks for listening.
0: See you next week.